Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hello everyone, welcome to the Final Weird Show. Liverpool Football Club are the champions of Europe. Amazing, right? You know, we we normally don't get drunk on this show, but um, we're the champions of Europe, so we're going to. Guys, come in. We've got all this, the, the the staff we've made it in today. Paul, we're going to do this in, in, in memory of Chris Pajak. Uh, we're going to do this in memory of Simon Fletcher, who's currently on a plane back from Madrid. Uh, joined by Ben Kelly, uh, by Adam Rowe and by Ross Chanley oh. for the show itself, which will come in due course. Uh, we've got Nicholas sitting back. Okay. Nicholas, you don't want to... You've won, Chelsea, won the, Chelsea won the Europa League, you can have a little sip for that as well. Like. We went a bit wider than I expected, I thought we were going to stand up, so that's why the flaming's a bit wider. Oh, it's fine. Oh, hey. Hey, sound. <laughs> Amazing. So, um, Adam, how you feeling? I feel alright. <laughs> <You feel like, laughs> I'll be honest with you, I've never been happier in my life, but everything hurts from the amount of jumping mm. up and down and singing and... My voice hurts, my throat hurts, my legs hurt, my feet hurt, my back hurts. When when Arigi scored the winner, I fell down two rows in the Olympia. I watched the, <laughs> the Olympia. I had my top off and I was lying in a big puddle of ale. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm in a lot of pain, but it's all worth it. Oh, well, absolutely. Um, Ross, how are you doing? I'm numb. It still feels a bit of a, of a dream, doesn't it? Like, it's taking me two days to watch back content, watch the game back, go to the parade, and it's like, you're in a, a massive bubble of... European champions. You got a cup of tea there, Billy? Is that your cup? Oh, you got some already. Sounds good. Any people passing it down the way? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Jack Jack, Jack did the the honourable thing and passed it down the line. (laughs) (laughs) Tom, how are you? Uh, My voice hurts. Yeah. I've been drinking non stop for two days and I, I will do it for the next week and for the next month and forever because. Because <laughs> champions are fucking Europe. Champions are fucking Europe. Yes, cheers. Yes, we are. Cheers, 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 everyone. Cheers, 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 cheers. All the best, right? Get back to get back to work. No, you will not take the fucking bottle with you. Um, oh, that was nice. Yeah, it was um, Ben. You you were you were over there with me. Aye. Um, it hasn't. It honestly hasn't sunk in. For me, no, no, at not all. at all. Um, it's funny, t- t- you know, Ross said there, it felt like a dream because for me, obviously, people know, obviously, the vlogs on YouTube now and all that, but I was in and out in 24 hours. So between getting up at 3 a.m. Saturday and getting back in bed at 6 a.m. Sunday, didn't sleep, I did it all in a day. So I got six hours sleep, woke up at like 12 p.m. yesterday, yesterday afternoon, 
and it genuinely all just did feel like a dream because yeah. just in that, just in that, and that I did so much in that twenty six hours or whatever, and suddenly I woke up, I was like. Yeah, that was the last. The last time I was in bed, no, none of that had happened yet. Yeah. So, so it did really, did really feel like, honestly, like a dream. And I messaged my dad. Obviously, he came up for the bus raid yesterday, and I, I just, I just, I, I, it's two words. I feel so lucky to have had that experience, and I just feel so proud to have that experience, and, and to have to have watched the team do it, and you know. It, 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 I, I'm still speechless. Really, I was speechless. I was speechless in the game. Trying to talk to a camera, you know, in the ground yeah. at, at midnight Spanish time on on Saturday, and I'm, I'm still speechless now. You know, it's just trying to sum up. Just trying to sum up how I feel. You know? I, I similar, similar. Me, me, me and my dad got there a few days, a day before, but we fit so much stuff into that space of time. Like I, I was saying, Adam, I got in this morning and put the put the game on. It's a fit. I, I'd watch the highlights on the night, at like. Three o'clock in the morning when I finally finished edit, editing and what have you, and I didn't get to because it cut off the second the last chance happened, the, the highlights cut off so I didn't get to see all the, the the stuff. But it's been one of those things. It's a constantly, constantly refreshing Twitter. Every time I refresh Twitter, another gem yeah. appears, and maybe it's just a photograph or maybe yeah. it's a, a video clip or it's just someone summing it up really nicely in a few in a few words. It's I've never experienced. I had the like exact it. same thing, lad. Yesterday I went to parade and I was so drunk at the parade, <laughs> for, like I also me from the night before, and I was like, I just need to start again. That's the only way I'm going to feel good here. Um, and then when I got back after the parade, I just got in bed. I mean, Mrs. got in later on, and I woke up again, and I was just on my phone scrolling, ignoring, and she was like, "Why are you scrolling? You've seen all that stuff already. So just pay me some attention." I was like, "No, if I refresh, <laughs> if I refresh, <laughs> and just didn't answer, just kept it If I refresh, there's going to be something else." And my Mrs. hates footy, like not doesn't really care about it. She actively despises football. But literally I just I what there was no one else for me to show, so I just kept going, hey look at this one. Hey <laughs> 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 That count assistant's amazing. He I'm was sure, bladded on the back of that bus. <laughs> but I I did the same like because I, I got in, I got back in at like Nine o'clock in the morning, sun, Sunday morning, English time, and went went home. And my wife was there with the, the kids and what have you. And then, then, um, and I was sat there doing the same on my phone. And she's kind of said, pay, "You need to pay me, some, pay me some attention." I was like, "I'm sorry, you need to understand. I've had two hours kip, and this is something else." And then, she, she, to her credit, she, she gets the, she loves the, she loves the story, and she loves all the, the passion, the big stuff around it. So when I was showing her the clips and stuff, she's pissing herself, and then she comes to parade with me and all that kind of stuff. Like, but Ross, where, where you watched the Rome in the end? Yeah, I, yeah, I had to change some plans around, but it, it, the build up was a bit mad. It never really hit me till about an hour before the game that that, that it was happening, and I, I don't know why. It wasn't like it was a little bit of confidence. Um, not cockiness, I think is yeah. a fine line between that, that and arrogance. But then, as soon as it got into the game, it was just so so excited, got smashed again. And then, obviously, because it's my fucking job, I'd spent I've spent a majority of my weekend on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, just mm-hmm. soaking up all the content. And I think because the prey was the next day, you still miss out on some of the stuff from the match before that you're yeah. seeing, basically like Henson and his dad and stuff like that. And yeah. I you know I've admittedly I've, I've gone back to that quite a few times. Just go, Jesus Christ, stop me! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a pro- that's the thing. I saw I saw the Henderson video with his dad, and I thought he's going to come over and give him a hug. Great, he didn't give his dad a hug no. like the day. 
hugged. Yeah. yeah they yeah. hugged. Like, that was a proper... It's the grip on the back yeah. of the fucking yeah. Irish. Go, oh, my God. Yeah, and, like, the, yeah. The, the, you know, it was a proper... Like one of them videos where, like, a soldier comes home from Afghanistan. Yes. Yeah. But, like, he hasn't told his family. Yes. Honestly, like, absolutely just... That like, proper got me, got me. And that day, the things, I hadn't seen so much of the, the bits around it because, you know, I was in the upper tier and I was filming that. And there's part of me that... I, I was so on it. I've I've worked ten years for this, you know. Like we and, I, I've, and Liverpool won one trophy in the time we've been doing Redmen, and we went. Me and Chris went to the pub where we watched us win win a Euro- European Cup and lose a European Cup, and got bladdered. And and we, I don't think we put a video up until like a day or whatever later. And it was one video. We didn't we didn't milk it in any way, shape, or form. Is this? I'm like I'm 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 ca- I am getting every second of this, and I'm you know what I mean. And I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna put every fucking video out under the face of the earth because I've had so much shit in doing it along yeah. along the way. But when I when I finally I saw a couple of the bits and seeing the video clips and you see and like. Virgil van Dijk just the full time whistle goes and he just starts crying yeah. and like you had to see Henderson collapse into the floor have you seen that video from when Origi scores what van Dijk does yeah we saw that he just falls he just, he just, just, just drops he's like, he goes to run and he's like I haven't got it in me <laughs> I'm just yeah. going to lie on the centre circle just absolutely absolutely incredible and it what was the you say you were in the Olympia what was it What was yeah, it like it was it, lad it was that boss night we're promoting it mm-hmm. and so like they had the, the musician on before it and it was literally just bouncing from the moment they opened the doors they opened the five and for three hours, people screaming their heads off singing. It was like, I can't think of a better place other than being in the ground to have watched it. They, they they put a fucking show on them, lads, you know. And like, we were on the, the upper circle. It's like a theatre in there, isn't it? And they'd had to cordon off the front two rows of the theatre in case people fell off. Yeah. And it's a good job they'd done that because we were on what is what became the first row, what was the third row. And when Origi scored, I had my top off swinging it round my head and then he put it in and I just fell over and I was lying in a puddle of ale for like two minutes until <laughs> my mate like, dragged me out because they're like, where's Adam gone? I'm like, I'm down here, I can't get up. <laughs> Sticky for the rest of the night, just two hour old beer up my back. <laughs> oh. Absolutely quality. Well, we'll get into the game now eh? just because we're going to be putting this out on YouTube for everyone to, to, to watch, to, to listen to because look, <laughs> the Champions League we need to revel in this uh, we've got a sponsor and it's threadsforreds.com and we're in the Trabs the updated Trabs they did one in the build up to the final uh, and they've got a new one now which has got the six times the, the places we've been and where we and where we won them so yeah Madrid Istanbul Rome Paris London and Rome again um, wonderful 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 stuff get over to threadsforreds.com and you can order these and of course a couple of amazing designs as well and Ross is looking dead sexy in his also uh, available in black also available in black <laughs> Um, brilliant the game then Ben the game mm-hmm. was a game of footy that led to all of this um, <laughs> <laughs> an absolute oh, yeah. <laughs> swear to God um, I um, we were so geared up for it yeah. Ross mentioned it earlier about the this notion of confidence and that was in all the build up the build up podcast and the and the build up show we talked about it wasn't cockiness or arrogance but there was a there was a confidence yeah. that Liverpool were going to do this I did not Believe for a single second that twenty-two seconds into a game, into the final of the Champions League, we would have a penalty, and but but we did, and I think I'm watching it back. Sadio Mane might even buy it deliberately. Yeah, I think he's aiming for it because I don't I don't know what else he's doing. Like yeah. the arms up, and he sees it, and I think he goes like nobody's making a run or anything. So unless Hendo's he's shooting, Hendo, but it's Hendo's not making a run from deep. Oh right, okay, but I don't I don't I just don't think he's. I don't. I think he's aiming for the arm, and, and to be fair, I, I can. I think it is a penalty, but I think 
it's one of them where you eat it when it goes against you. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I think it is a, a bit harsh, but I think I think it is a penalty. I don't think uh, I'll be honest with you, especially with the rules that are coming in now, which is mm. if it touches your hand at all, it's a pen, then it's a pen, and that's going to happen more and more. Players just volleying it at defenders' arms, mm. but you can take this back ten years. If if a defender's got his arm up yeah. here for five, six, seven seconds. It's his own fault. It's like, because he's pointing, I don't even know what he's pointing at, but it's like he's going Manny to have a shot. Yeah. And Manny goes, that's an interesting arm you've just put out at, 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 a, at, a, at a, an unnatural angle, you might say there, Musa. Um, yeah, go on, I'll have a go at that. And um, yeah, whether he does it, done a brilliant or not, I, I agree. It's one of those situations where VAR was never gonna t- was never gonna t- chuck that off. No. Yeah, yeah. That's the because it's ultimately the problem with VAR, it goes. Well, you watch it's it seven times and his yeah, arms up, it yeah. goes, yeah, well, that's, de- that's definitely it. And, you know, I, I'll be honest, I, and I said it in my vlog, I, I nearly fainted. Like, I was screaming. Mm. And I had a proper, like... Head rush. Honestly, and I, <laughs> I, 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 I sat back into my seat and I was, like, I, I, I nearly went, nearly completely went, because... <laughs> Well, but maybe you know, but in the hope of the fact that I had a few cancers in the tank, <laughs> and I was a little bit dehydrated by that point, and all that kind of stuff, and I'd missed it. And yeah, yeah, yeah. The point was, it, the whole thing, it was, it you were watching it come true, yeah. Like this, yeah. the confidence thing to just stride into that game and have that penalty in the fa- within a minute, it was vindication for everything we've been saying. It was, and I was saying to to these before we started today. You know, there's no regrets looking back on this game now. But I think we might have absolutely battered Tottenham if we hadn't scored so early. Yeah. We started so lively. Yeah. The players were so clearly up for it. I know we only seen 20 <laughs> seconds of it before this happened, but I think that happens. And then Tottenham's game plan was quite clearly slowed us down. If we go toe-to-toe with Liverpool, they're going to bounce us all over the place. Yeah. And they didn't have a team talk to, to be able to change that. Mm. So what happened was Tottenham go 1-0 down and then their plan is to slow the game down. Yeah. And Liverpool go 1-0 up and they're like, well, I'm going, our job to slow the game down. Well, 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 well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then we're like, hang on, we're supposed to be defending a 1-0 lead here, but they don't seem to be trying to take ch- chalk our goal off. What, what do we do here? Yeah. It led to a very weird first half. It was very much so. I mean, Ross... The penalty itself, Ooh. I mean, it was the longest wait in the universe to, for, to watch the most inevitably toeyed penalty you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> there was a couple of moments of the game that were like that seemed to go on forever. It, well, it was obviously a penalty. It was still in disbelief, I think, of just exchanging eye contact with people going, is this is this is happening, isn't it? It's like, you know, you said the build up, you wait for it. You don't know, ne- no one in this room ever thought we'd get a goal inside two minutes. No. Well, it was and, like Istanbul in reverse to some extent. Yeah. You know, like how they just stroke, they were, and all of a sudden you're a goal down. You're like, yeah. oh shit. As, yeah. as that but happened, it was weird to be on the other end of it. You're saying preparing the teams for like every eventuality, you don't know, prepare for that. But as a fan, you can't prepare yourself for like scoring a goal in two minutes. Then no. it's like the most intense game ever. If I, I'm all right with defending the lead, but not for 88 minutes <laughs> yeah. in a Champions League yeah. final. Yeah. Like, like, I've shown my hand marks, still in the fucking sofa. I was The penalty itself is like, that's how most takes penalties, isn't it? I, I mean, I, I mean it, it was a bit of a shit penalty and he's fucking lucky Lurie not to... should have saved it. Yeah. If you watch it, it goes from too early. the, ca- the yeah. camera angle from behind the goal, like, it, it goes, like, there. Yeah. And is that, he, got, he still he dies. He moves out the way. Yeah, it, yeah, it's like, doesn't it? But what a moment for Salah. Yeah. yeah. After last year. Redemption. Do you know what I mean? Two minutes in. There was no way he wasn't taking that pen. No, no, no. No, even if Milner was on, I think he'd have took that pen. I don't think he would have done. I don't think he'd have done it. But the but the, but the point I don't is, know, you know. I think when it comes down to it, like Firmino's taking pens, I wouldn't have wanted him taking it. Fabinho's a penalty taker. You know, Fabinho's an actual penalty taker. I know he's not take, he's not been on it for us as such, but 
You're right. The redemption story for yeah. for Mo Salah there. There was there was no way, regardless of situation, he wasn't gonna have a go at a go, yeah. go at it. It's um, must be not horrible. Tottenham fans. Like, I mean, so the reverse of it, you know, we talked about Istanbul, but obviously they built up the day. They probably didn't expect to win, as we say, but like they've been building on all this. And then two minutes in, they'll be like, well, here we go then. So they're 1 0 down already. Like, obviously, we can look back now and, and obviously didn't feel for them at the time. But like, a little bit is like, well, you know, f- already you're fucking 1 0 down. And then obviously, you have to do, you have to, then you're having to work yourself back into the game. But um, but no, it was just. I think <laughs> I think it's interesting the game itself because Ross Adam referenced it. Like, the, the first half was weird. The, the the lack of rhythm showed, <clears throat> and it just I think it helped Liverpool ultimately because Liverpool's game plan I think might have, I, I might be right it might have been to nick a, nick a goal early on and then look you get one nil up and you sound all of a sudden we've done it without really having to do anything it was like okay cool operation keep the ball <laughs> we're, 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 we're all right with this didn't do very well with that operation well yeah, yeah no, but, no, but, then, <laughs> but then it mercifully needed the day to do like you know, the amount of unpre- unpressed kicks out of play um, the three week gap though it made it, it made it, I think it, it showed in both teams and I'm kind of glad because I think if that had been a Spanish team you know, because the, the, their season unfinished a week later, didn't it? They might have been a little bit sharper or what have you. It, it, it impacted both sides because, yes, we managed to get Firmino on the pitch. They managed to get Kane on the pitch and Winks on the pitch. But the whole the whole enterprise was a bit disjointed. It wasn't at its free-flowing best. Uh, yeah, I think it was that and nerves, obviously. But I think that's where experience from last year comes into play because the majority of our side played last year in, in that final so we had the better room. But I think, again, I think it comes back to the goal of like us, us building up for this game and then fix your mic us building up for the game and just go, to go one goal up within two minutes of, of shock and yeah. going oh shit like this wasn't meant to happen and then it, it, that comes back to the nerves again of you know trying to build up a rhythm like our passing was, was terrible but Tottenham were just more shit yeah no that's right I just didn't get it I, just, I didn't get to like Soak in the game. You're mm, meant to like yeah. have you have five minutes where the ball's getting yeah. played around, and you're going, "Oh my god, I'm in a European yeah. Cup final!" And it's just we won the up, we won the up, and two minutes, two minutes gone. The thing is, better goes two ways. That we we all we all we automatically then add something to lose, so it well, adds, that adds the the, yeah. the pressure on as well. But the, I mean, the good thing is, really, it was a terrible. The middle bit, fucking terrible, but it was. I've seen that Liverpool performance mm. so many times this season. It's like we we'd have played that way. I think at, you know at nil nil. If we'd been nil nil after fifteen minutes, I think we'd have played exactly the same way because one, you, the get, I think Jürgen's larger game plan was we're going to be fitter, we're going to be stronger, we've got more options off the bench. If this goes, if this is nil nil with twenty minutes to go. You'd fancy us still. You'd fancy yeah, us to take it. We, I said. I'd said all. To be honest, I didn't expect to go all that early, and I spent most of the time in the fan park telling Lauren and Amy. You know, I think I wouldn't be surprised if it's nil nil after an hour and all this, and then we obviously we went and got a penalty after forty seconds. Um, but I, I always felt as if we needed a tight game in terms of do what we do all season, keep a clean sheet, make sure that we win. What I thought it was going to be one nil. That was my score prediction because I just felt that Tottenham. Despite yeah, they needed to go. To, they didn't want to go toe to toe to go exactly. But Dale have wanted a mad game where they win three two, and 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 we needed we needed to keep it tight and just make sure that we we did the job and so and yeah. ma- made it the most prof- again used the experience but did the most professional job possible. And I'm not completely convinced that we controlled the game quite as well as we wanted to, but. 
we defended well, we very well. We controlled it enough. You yeah, know, yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. you know, if they'd been dead sharp, Adam, it might have been a difference. We'd have probably had to ramp it up and maybe we would have been caught out. But we, it was a, it was a shit game, but we were also glorious in that because we played. it didn't look like it was a shit game because we were... We were trying loads of amazing stuff, and it was coming. It wasn't coming off. We were clearly, as you said, we were clearly happy with the happy yeah, with yeah. the situation because how many times we just went back to goalie, and how yeah. many times we went in possession, and someone went settle down, yeah. calm it down. The glow, it was let's our slow glorious. the slowest Champions League final of all time down. These are not these are not kids that were the brash kids that went into the final against Madrid last season, hoping to blow no. everyone away. We were, the, we were the big boys, we were the favourites, yeah. we're the elite yeah. all of a sudden and that's what Barcelona would do and that's what all you know all these great yeah, sides yeah. would do in that regard. The glorious shithouse time-wasting we were doing in that first half was, was just a, a joy to behold. Yeah, like I say, I, I, I think largely it comes down to the fact that both teams were so confused by that early goal and I do genuinely believe Tottenham's game plan was to slow it down and maybe the exact same plan you think we had was get it to the last 20 minutes and try and make a goal. Mm. From from our point of view, we look at it and go, we're great in the last 20 minutes. A lot of Tottenham's goals have come in that last yeah. 10, 15 minutes this season. Yeah. So maybe that's when they fancy their chances as well. They want to slow it down, take Liverpool's sting out the game because they know like Liverpool can make a fast start and you'd be 3-0 down by yeah. half an hour then. Yeah. Like Man City were at Anfield last year. They yeah. know that we're capable of that. So they're like, right, let's slow everything down. They go 1-0 down, but there's no one on the pitch to go... Let's let's change this around, and then we're. I think our game plan is if we get an early goal, we slow it down, and then you've got two teams just trying to play it between the defenders and the goalie, yeah. and not really going on. So for a neutral, I've spoke to a lot of like, and I'm sure most of them are like bitter United and Everton fans are going, "Oh, it was a shit final." One, it's like. Do you know what? For you lot, it was. For us, no, it absolutely fucking wasn't. <laughs> First thing Nicholas said when she walked in was like, "Terrible game." <laughs> Terrible game. I had someone, I've loads of people saying that to me. I've seen, and you're right, the fans of other clubs. Um, largely saying, largely saying, that was the worst final ever. And I was like, we've already played in the best final ever. Mm. We've played in the best Champions League final ever. You're never going to top that. Yeah. So I'd rather us just win a game, win a game football. Right football yeah. So many Liverpool's European Cup wins are, ter- are terrible. Like the Real Madrid one's a terrible game of football. Mm. You know, there's, apart from like the first one, which is quite a, there's quite a lot of goals in it, they're all tense, cagey, close affairs where the best team is just a, a bit more professional and a bit more you know, a bit more about them, and they get and they, and they get over the line. And that's that's what that ended up being. Um, I, I am open that next year. <laughs> I'm I'm open that we get there again. I don't really. I'm quite confident we're going to go far in next year's competition because I don't think there's a team on the planet at the minute that can live with a second leg at Anfield. No. <laughs> I, I, I no, just, but, but the teams as well, look at it. I mean, Real Madrid going to need a rebuild this summer. So, you know, yeah, they'll go out and they'll buy amazing players and, and it'll, be, it'll be a lot easier for the likes of them. Bayern Munich are going to need are going to need a rebuild. Barcelona are going to start are starting to need a rebuild as well. You know, Coutinho is going to go to PSG. Suarez is that, that you know that's probably Suarez's last top top level season really. Messi at some point will stop being a fucking alien <laughs> and start to start to slip a little bit and all that kind of stuff. Like so, that's an interesting point. But Ross, I am. Um, what I was saying though is, I just I hope UEFA move it a week or ten days earlier. Yeah. Mm. Like it wishes they will next season because of the Euros. I imagine. Yeah. yeah. So does Chris. Yeah, so does Chris. <laughs> he won't be making that mistake. Well, he maybe will make that mistake again. He'll th- Chris, Chris is convinced he's a jinx. 
Um, and I've now watched it in a Euro camp in Paris. Uh, go he, there next. He, he will be going there next <laughs> year as well. Yeah, um, we'll Istanbul today. I'll be, I'll be paying. I'll, you know, pay for my dad to go this time. I'll be paying Chris to go to pay for Chris to go to Euro camp. Um, sorry, Chris, not really. You can come. You need to come. Um, I'm so gutted he wasn't there. So gutted. Um, yeah, Ross. I, I haven't thought about fractions since GCSE. Um, I spent. I work this game out in fractions. Uh, looking at the clock and going, that's a that's a tenth of this game gone. <laughs> that's a that's a quarter of the game gone. And I was going through it every life. I was working out what that is. That's how I occupied occupy myself with the, the middle section of it being a terrible game of football. But I have never like because what again because we had that one the lead. I was on the countdown to the the final whistle from two minutes it's, in. It gets. Go on and up, get to 15 minutes, let it calm down, yeah. get to half an hour, and then I think we had a chance just before part time. I was like, oh, we could go two nil up here, that'd be dead sound, that, that'll help me a little bit. Yeah. And uh, you can't do that throughout the whole game, but I, I, I think we did quite well considering that we talk about like, Liverpool's attack, and I think that's still a thing from last season of how gung ho we are and how many goals we scored. But like our, our best thing now is our defence. Mm-hmm. And like, this is all so calm. Like Joel yeah. Matip, again, we mentioned it before off, off camera, like for a, a Champions League final he wasn't in last season because mm-hmm. obviously Lovren started he stepped up again like Kane did nothing but that's not his they I, it surprised me and it shouldn't have surprised me because this is how they played with Kane against us early in the season they go very long they go very yeah. high and very direct to, to Harry Kane and then look he's a he's a brilliant centre forward but he's he's only as tall as he is and he's only as powerful as he is. And it's not as tall as powerful as Virgil van Dijk. Exactly. And to be <laughs> and honest, he's not... So they put people on Joel Matip. I mean, Joel Matip yeah. used to be, my worry used to be, he's not strong in the air, he's not strong in a challenge, he's not on the on the front foot. And he's improved on all those things, so you can fire up to Harry Kane. Every time they went long, I... You know, we used to, we used to play... In fact, we, we, you know, we play like... When Gareth Bale played for Spurs and we put two men on him, We'd like Sam. We looked at like sandwich, and we did, did this for Lukaku, Lukaku, and we tried it with Ben Teke back in the day, and all this kind of stuff. We always struggled against that. That was our Liverpool's biggest weakness, big soft centre through through the middle. Every time a team kicks the ball off the ground against us, I just sit back and just wait for us to counter attack because if you get it over Fabinho, <laughs> which you're probably not going to because he's twelve foot tall, <laughs> as if you've got. The Virgil Empire van Dijk and the Eiffel Tower playing centre-back. <laughs> 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 Absolutely. Absolutely. Joel Matip's bigger than Virgil van Dijk and he's there. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, you're not going to target Virgil. You're just going to target the even taller Joel Matip. Go ahead. Good luck. All the best. Yeah. It was going um, dead early on, wasn't there? On Harry Kane where the ball was thrust forward and Virgil just came in. It was like, it was like an early sort of laying down yeah. a marker. He just came in and went whack. And I wonder whether, because Harry Kane, I remember us having the conversation after the Anfield League game, is normally like, if he's not getting any joy out of that sort of situation, he is normally a bit more intelligent, comes and shows the ball a bit more. And just whether that was down to his fitness, maybe down to the conditions and maybe stuff. Maybe just why we didn't see as much as that. No, it's a bit of hubris from Harry Kane, though, to be honest. Like, because mm. he's, you know, that big stage for him, he publicly declared himself yeah. fit. It's Harry Kane's time to shine. Made himself fit in time for the final. And he probably just wanted to be as near the goal as possible mm. because he wants to be the guy who, who, who defines it. But, um, Adam, he was fucking shit. He was fucking shit. Of course he was. He hasn't played in months. The yeah. the his team hasn't played in weeks. So 
and they're all knackered. They were like he was saying before, cramping after sixty minutes. I that's was watching the first half, like Son. Son went to the the Asian Games or whatever in the in the summer off the back of you know off the back of a busy season and all that kind of stuff. They were they were wrecked from from yeah. half an hour into that game. And we weren't. Yeah. That, that that was a big difference. Is that we weren't very good at football on Saturday, but we were really good at running loads. Yeah. yeah. And. If anyone's seen Coach Carter, you'll know that is the start of a very good championship winning team is being able to outrun your opponent. Um, Kane was shit. Deli Alley was worse. Um, just two of their star players just massively didn't show up. Yeah. Um, tell you, it, it's also it's... very hard to play against this Liverpool defence yeah. and with that goalie. Yeah, it, we're, mm. just, we're, we're another level. So it was you've got to be at the top of your game. They tried, they tried, they went long. They tried to get the ball in early over the top, and they tried to test Trent Ross, and they, and, and all of those things they failed in. There was one moment early on where Deli Ali was running down Trent, and I think it's like he might actually be a little bit faster than Trent here, but he he, he recovered, he dealt with, and he and he, and he, he sensibly puts, he puts it out for a throw. And again, twenty year, twenty year old lad, the intelligence. This is this is that, that was a situation where. This is a boy who's been here before. A year ago, he might go back to the keeper. Yeah. Mm. No point. Don't worry about it. What are they going to do for a throwing? They're only going to end up crossing the ball into the box. And what happens when you cross the ball into the box? Well, your big bastard Brazilian goalkeeper comes and claims it, or your even bigger bastard centre-halves come and let the fucking thing out. You know, and so the, the, the level of composure, the fact that there was, all of a sudden, there was no weak links there was no people have been trying to target Trent all season and he's he's, he's gotten better yeah. and that'd be something that they worked on as well because they would have known that they're going to get yeah. change out of, of Matthew Van Dyke. but I think he's he's just so switched on it comes back to, to last season for me you know you've been through that you know we know how much they wanted it the moment they had with Son when Son was through one on one and he's just pelting it back and like it, just, it was just dead cool and like for a split second as a fan you go oh, no, no but that was, that, was the, that was the genuine biggest moment yeah. was, you said that that was the when he wins the, he basically wins man of the match in that in, in that moment he's, be, you know, he's chasing back and you think oh god I, the, I meant the Trent one oh so the Trent one Trent, 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 Trent's bombing back and sometimes he just like just yeah. sticks his leg yeah. out yeah, gets yeah, foot yeah. on it yeah. 20 years of age yeah. Champions League final he's, he, he gets past other, and he's through other teams in the top six all season and going back into last season of targets of Trent in those big games he's always been the one that people try and get at and if anything, they've probably done us a favour because they've just made them loads better defensively. Because yeah. in those big games, he's been targeted. He's had to have stepped up and gone, right, who am I playing today? Leroy Sané. Sound, I'll have to try and pocket him. Marcus Rashford again. Yeah, I, he, he done me last year. He's not getting past me today. Yeah. And then Kungmin Son and Deli Alli. And they, they've all done it and he, he'll become a much better player. We forget sometimes, because we're, we're adults, sort of, um, <laughs> that you're used to people staying the same. Whereas kids and look, twenty's not a kid, but you know, you and you and you're younger. I have it. I see. I see it with me lads. You know, you, you do something with them once, and they might be shit at it. Let them sleep on it and try it again, and they'll be better at it. It's crash a bandicoot. You crash bandicoot. Yeah, I, I honestly, yeah. Mar- Mario Odyssey. Honestly, it's a stand. <laughs> it's a stand like, um, but you you do that and you, when you're younger. You do the more the more stuff you experience. You, you you're more pliable. You're more sponge like you soak these things up. And I think you did right. Since Alexander Arnold was, was supposed to be our weak link there, so much so that they actually they tried they tried it on Robbo. They switched over to they switched Son over as well. To try and double up on Robbo for a bit to see if they get any chases. He's on the left. I love him. It's all the best boys. Cause that's what you're doing, yeah. Look at it now. It's said you're not getting it. Try it on Van Dijk now. Yeah, yeah. Oh shit! Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. 
Yeah, um, the one player we also said, and we've mentioned him a couple of times, Ben uh, Sean. He's fantastic, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah he's, he's 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 class, and you know Tottenham have had so much joy out of him this season, and and more as well. You know, I, th- I think in hindsight, I think. Well, if you're going into the game and Harry Kane can play, I think it is a moment of brainer to try and start Harry Kane. The game, it was so, it was it was brilliantly obvious. Yeah, because he's their star man. Yeah, he was yeah. one of their own. I heard that song so many times, so quietly, so terribly sung around mm-hmm. Madrid. Um, it was it, yeah. you, you knew they were going to fall into yeah, that trap yeah. of, of of making them slower and more predictable by putting Harry Kane. But I was a lot more. I would have been a lot more frightened of Lucas Moura if, yeah. if, he, if he had started. And Ran when he came on, fast. when he came on, I was a bit like, "Well, here we go. This is it." Then they're throwing the kitchen sink at it, because, particularly because they took winks off yeah. for more. And they're okay. They're just going to go for it now. But he couldn't really get into the game anyway. What were we talking about? What was the question? <laughs> <laughs> two sips, two <laughs> sips of garbage. Yeah, the, the, the Son and our brilliant. So Son. yeah, yeah. So Son, you know, obviously he is so bright and he is, you know, he is clinical as well. We saw in the Man City quarter final that you know he gets the goal that, to put them two one up. I think you know, and he, and he is class in that sense. But he has that moment, doesn't he, where he meets his match without fifteen minutes to go? And I've said this, you know, this is where Van Dijk wins man of the match, where he do, he is quick and he goes right past it, and Van Dijk just goes, oh no, no. And he just and he makes that tackle. Doesn't have to stretch for it. He just steps Doesn't over the other yard. Doesn't go to ground. I've been just, so yeah. used to watching Martin Scale <laughs> and, and Jamie Carragher and you know everyone in between. Even Jason Lovren. Yeah, exactly. Definitely yeah. Jason Lovren. <laughs> Stefan Ancho. Definitely. You know, exactly. All of them lads and Virgils. Just like and, and there was a moment, and I think I you know if if, if it had been a step longer, Tom might have been away from him. But as it is. Sticks, brings brings his foot across, knocks it away, corner. What's then, the problem? Then, then just doesn't even breathe. Not even breathing heavy. Just walks back and takes his position. Looks around, yeah, cool, cool, yeah. cool. Everything's fine. First time he had to sprint all season. <laughs> I, I think there's, there's, I think there's two, isn't there? Like, I can't even. I can't, the now can't even. Game. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah the, the, the Wolves game, and that's it. You think about our centre half had to accelerate twice. <laughs> <laughs> From my dad's point of view, last time we played Spurs, he had two of them run against him. One's a piece of piss for him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the other one? But the, but the thing is, you know. That's the thing. He, you know, he rates. He rates. He knows how dangerous. He knows how dangerous. He knows he's a good player in that 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 situation. Best best players in the world relish going up against best the best players mm. in the world. And that was where I make it like an inconvenience for him. Oh, God, go, what are you doing? Fuck you. <laughs> I think I think it says so much about how far we've come as a team that this Tottenham side is genuinely a really really good team. And I think Son is the only one I'd have. Like mm. to add to our squad. Watching the game back, I did have that thought. I mean, I, and I like I like a lot of their players. I think they're very, very good. You know, that that I thought Danny Rose was shit as well, but yeah. I think he's a fantastic left back. Chip is a fantastic, a fantastic right back. Musasoko has bizarrely become really, really, really good. <laughs> yeah. um, defenders good. The keeper's a bit a bit below average, but he's better. Than, you know, he's better than Minya. Like yeah, yeah, <laughs> he's a good yeah. he's a good goalkeeper, isn't he? Um, and I, but I did when I was coming towards the end of that game, I was watching it going. I know Harry. I know Harry Kane's world class as a centre forward, but I genuinely feel as though Sean is there. Is there one guy? He's there. He's there one fella. Mm. And I was like, I recognise this because I've seen us be this for so long. Where you've got loads and loads of good lads, but you have one who's just better than the rest. Whereas now I look at our squad and I'm like, you could make a case for three or four players being our best, being our yeah. best player, and you could make a case for all of those players being the best in that position in the world. Yeah, at, yeah. at the same time, which is the which is the difference in that. Um, we, I, I said earlier, Ross. I think we 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 wanted this game to go to the last twenty. I think we were, we were fine. I think I, I think we should have been better. I think Cop wanted us to be better. You not deliberately misplaced passes. You know, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's as simple as that. 
but we you could see how our game plan at work it just wasn't clearly evident and if you watch shortened highlights then you'll never see it we had two three at least opportunities to counter attack in that last 20 and it was the ball before the ball let us down Origi had a couple but he just one for Mane one for Salah where he totally fluffs fluffs the pass we were clearly we were clearly it started to play into our hands they brought more on they went for it they threw the kitchen sink at it and you felt as though all we needed was one moment of precision and the game was going to be ours. Yeah, and that comes from this whole season that we've played. We've, we've adapted to whatever situation we've used and we can take different situations, whatever happened in that game, and use them. You know, Taking that, that experience of this season, go, right, we'll, we'll keep possession of the ball like you said and pass it around. It never happened just because we were, we were poor at passing. But again, like go on a lot. Oh, Sam will just counter attack. He said, "We'll still got the pressure. We can do that now. We've got a good defence. We've got a good goalkeeper." And often, like when we were on a counter and it wasn't, there wasn't a pass before the pass. Well, Trent got through. We just stopped passing to people. Then Robert got through when he, when he passed someone else. And you know, Spurs had, had no choice but to go for it, and they left themselves exposed, yeah. which we're, we're, we're fine with. Exactly, that was the thing. They, they were they were inexperienced at that level, and they were a goal behind. And you know, and, and as much as you say, when Ben you say when Mora comes on, you're like, oh here we go, and you're dead right. Mm. The second they brought Lorenti on, I yeah. was like, this is it. This is all they've got now. Mm. They've got a this hope. This they start lumping things in and again. I don't, I don't, I don't fear that anymore. Um, that being said, the last twenty minutes was nervous as fuck, yeah. Yeah. Um, and they have they have an opportunity. And in it, again, it's easy to say with hindsight, but at the time, it did feel as though an equaliser was coming. You know, if it had been the Rolls Royce, yeah. we'd have said it, 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 it's yeah, coming it's on the way. I mean, Deli had a, uh, yeah. had a chance, didn't he, where he like tries to hook it into the top corner, which I believe fooled everybody on the telly. It looked like oh, it was yeah. going in. Um, Still a bit wrong, to be honest. <laughs> did, yeah. Well, I, no, I think I think I'm I could, not sure. I, I don't think I it. No. Until about three o'clock in the morning, where we face a little sip of whiskey, like, but uh, yeah, yeah, um, the, Moore had the chance on the corner that then Son headed wide, but he was offside. Son that had was a good the big, effort. That, that was, was the, the big one, one, the, yeah. one the, 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 the Son chance. That ended it was up the Moore one in the middle. It was the Moore yeah. one in the middle that he scuffs. So, so Son has the one. Son has yeah. the shot where Allison makes a good save. So, Mora has to connect with that better. Yeah. That was the big chance for yeah. them. Um, and then you know, Ericsson has the free kick, which is. Like it's a good save, but it, like this is this is how good Allison is because he can make that save look well better. Yeah. Because it's going in, but the way he moves his feet to then move himself and move his whole body to then be able to use his hands, he can be if he wants to, he can make that good look good for the cameras. He can be stretching right out here and tip that wide, but he doesn't have to he's because six, he's that thing good. Is, he's, he's six foot four and he's dead agile. Yeah. Like he, he's dead. He's so agile. He's not like a lumbering goalkeeper in any way, shape or form. So that's where the free kicks go and you know yeah, it. Yeah. The, you know, it would have been a moment of genius if Ericsson had put it in the near post, but it's actually almost impossible to do that from that angle to get to get the power, to get it up and down. Yeah. But also then you've got to loop it if you go in, if you go near post there, which means that Allison's got time to react one way or the other. It's basically a shit. It's, it's got to be three feet higher yeah. with more dip on it. To have a chance of, of going in that top bin, but I, I, look, I don't want to take anything away here from from Alison Becker, um, Adam, because I said this in my post-match video. I've said it. I've said it all over the place. I, I, for me, my dad had this conversation. He said I, he didn't want to denigrate the, the the performances of everyone by putting it all on Alison and make it seem as though Spurs battered us somehow. But they didn't. But Alison Becker makes three or four saves in that final twenty minutes of the game, 
and wins us the final ultimately because if, if even one of them goes in or he has a spill and the, the, there's crosses he takes there's, there's, the, the, the clearing his lines he's right on the edge of his 18 yard box picking through ball picking through balls off if he has even one flinch they're in and it could be a completely different game we've spent 65 planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more and it's all priced at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands plus quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Five million pounds. We broke the record, transfer record for a goalkeeper. And he's effectively won as the, the, the six European Cup. Yeah. Um, I've sort of run out of superlatives for him because it's <laughs> it's a similar thing with Van Dijk. He's not just brilliant. You've got to compare him to what we've had before him. Yeah. That's the big thing. He's not just a fucking unbelievable goalie. We've had absolute dog shit for years yeah. in the same position. So, like, those saves he makes, like, the... All, all the Spurs chances are half chances. There's none where you go, they absolutely should have scored there. Mora should have done better, but yeah. you can't say he should have scored because mm, yeah. it's still a difficult chance to take. But half chances go in yeah. a third of the time and none of them go in because well, he's just look, like... We fucking got goalkeeper through two in. Yeah, last yeah. year and that, that tells you that's, that's the point yeah. is that you just need being world class isn't this is the difference between David De Gea and, and Alisson Becker David De Gea in the last few seasons for Manchester United it's not being a world class goalie isn't picking things out the top bin it's just doing the simple things right every single yeah. time Mignolet will pick it out the top bin Mignolet is yeah. a really good shot stopper yeah Remember the carry the carry save against Newcastle last season? Mm. Yeah. It's top in as it gets. It's a phenomenal save. Yeah. Yeah. But carry throws two in the final. It's being consistent when you've got nothing to do. You look like back four, well, back four in front of you. Don't get past the you don't have Van Dyke Matic. When you, when you called upon, be switched on. And Carries wasn't last season. And the contrasting goalkeepers, well, there's, 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 there's a cut behind it. Yeah, there's a cut behind it. Yeah. Because he's man of the match for me. I know Van Dyke was, was very good, but to make eight saves in the Champions League final, okay, some of them were pretty easy. Yeah. But he, apart from that, Dele Armour. Delhi Alley moment when they had a chance, I wasn't going, <gasps> shit, Jesus Christ. Oh, actually, apart from that one where we watched it back before and he rolls it out in front of him. I think he was like, 
okay, it's fine. <laughs> Everything's fine. Everything's fine. No, dead right. I agree. Alison was my was my man of the match because you can't not be because all and it was and it's just and it, watching it back, I think it's vindicated. But it was pure emotion for me in the ground because you so you sucked into it and you like spit and again spares through absolutely you know, four forwards on the pitch basically went for they were they were trying everything in the in the locker. You've got Danny Rose throwing himself to the floor. <laughs> Harry Kane's trying to throw himself to the floor. They're trying to do everything and fair play because. Yeah. You would, you would try everything in your in your locker to try and make it happen, and every time, Allison just got the ball in his two fucking huge hands, a little bit, a little bit of like my soul was unlocked, <laughs> like you know what I mean. I gained access to happiness that I hadn't been able to be able to feel for you know all game, but you know fourteen years, you know, and, and, and all that kind of stuff. The best thing on the, on the commentary, I think, it wasn't on the SCTV ones, but the, the BT Sport ones was seventy odd minutes. And the commentary goes, Harry Kane's still waiting for his first chance in the Champions League final. I thought, you know what? Yeah. That's fucking down to us doing a good job. Your ass, Kane, you, yeah. you fat tongue wanker. Um, <laughs> <laughs> speaking of centre forwards and chances. Um, That's the clip for social media. <laughs> 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 Not else, up your ass, Kane, you fat tongue wanker. That's it. Little two second clip with a YouTube Watch link. Watch that on YouTube. <laughs> um, yeah, and, um, <coughs> let's talk to Vicarigi because tales of contrasting form and strikers. Bobby Firmino, uh, Ben, clearly not fit, clearly off it, not a good game for us, you know. But I did not feel, I didn't bat an eyelid when the Vicarigi came on. No. I didn't go, oh my God, yeah, is our chances of evaporating out the window? Bobby Firmino's, Bobby Firmino's coming off. I was like, yeah, go ahead. Bit of pace, bit of power, mm. bit of height. Um, he was actually crap apart from awful. the fact that he scored. misplaced every pass. Yeah. But you have, I don't know about everybody else, I'm getting like more and more confident in him that if he gets half a chance, he will at least hit he's the target. He's a clinical. He's clinical. Yeah. Did you talk there about half chances? That is a half chance, yeah, yeah. That, 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 that goal. And he yeah. buries it. Yeah. And it's, a, you know, it's such a big moment. Yeah. And um, you know, he comes off, yeah, you're right, he was completely rubbish. But I think... Obviously, it was clearly the plan from the start, you know, give for me, you know, an hour. Um, and then it obviously brings Milner on very shortly afterwards, which for Klopp to make two subs by 65 minutes is almost unheard of. So yeah. I think basically, I, I feel like Klopp just basically treated the game as if he had two subs. Yeah. And I think he just, he just, this is always the plan. So he, the Mijnaldum for Milner change was the first sub in his mind, if you like. We knew that um, was coming. Three days ago, didn't we? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like we we yeah. knew if Wijnaldum starts, sixty-five minutes, Milner's Milner, replacing. Yeah, um, but when the goal goes in, I, I've never known anything like it in terms of. I celebrated the goal. I don't know about I don't know about you, particularly in the ground, but it was like I celebrated the goal because you celebrated the goal, and then there was just a few seconds of a delay where it set in where I was like, well. Oh no, we're actually going to do this now. Yeah. There was like, there was like, yeah. like around, almost going. another wave of emotion yeah. coming over it, like yeah. five, ten seconds later. It was like, I was, yes, get in, we've scored. And we're going to win the European <laughs> Cup. Like, that, it, was like, it was like, it was like, it was like, yeah. 100% because I, I said, <laughs> it's, it's, it's it, I haven't felt this. Yeah. You know, because like, the last time I, you know, I've seen us win a couple of cups, with, with me, three actually prior to this with my own eyes, 92, uh, and uh, the two the two domestic trophies in, in, in 2001. But a difference, you know, and, and because of all the stuff we do around it, it, it means more. But I've watched uh, Rome away last season, and we got beat. But it, you know, we won, and it meant you've got a, you've got a chance in a big game. I hadn't felt that like 
no, this. What does this mean? The meaning yeah, of the yeah, goal, yeah, like yeah. A, holy shit! Yeah, yeah. That's the it's goal over. that is it's going to win us the European it. Cup. And yeah. and you you sat there, and obviously they're all we're all hugging each other in the ground, and you know I'm trying to look after the phone that I'm trying to film on, and like they're all gathering in the corner because I'm, I'm I'm only like twenty rows in the front, so they're all there and they're all doing that, and I'm like. I just don't know what to do. I just, I can't, this is it, you know, um, this is it. The other day, I was just scrolling through Twitter as I said to do when I'm bored, and someone had put a thread up of every goal Divock Origi scored for Liverpool. And I think for some reason, we've all been led to believe, apart from the last six weeks, that Divock Origi's a bit shit. Yeah. Right? We all sort of, every time he comes on, you go, oh, it's fucking Origi. Some of the goals this lad has scored for Liverpool, where he just wraps it right into the top corner. Yeah. Um, he's an unbelievable finisher. I think he needs to work on certain parts of his game. I think his link-up play with the rest of the front three will obviously get a bit better if he plays more games. Yeah. And that's where he lets himself down. Well, Adam, I think the reason why Daniel Sturridge starts the season ahead of him in the pecking order is because he does... The, the Bobby Firmino link play better. You yeah. know, he, he, he's more comfortable dropping deep. He's just a more skillful footballer. He's a better all-round footy yeah. player, isn't he? But Origi's just... The fact that he can stick the ball in the back of the net makes a big difference. The fact yeah. that he can run makes a big difference. The fact that he's over six foot makes a big difference. And you're dead right. Origi, Origi's frustrations it would come from... He'd have a bad game, but he'd score. Yeah. Still scoring, yeah. having the ability to do that makes a massive. There's people who've got you know think about all the strikers who are great. They're great for the team. Oh, you know, look look at the way look what he does for bringing other people into play. It's fine, and you do need those players. But lads, you can score goals are worth money. They're worth yeah. loads of money. And last season we had Danny Ings, who's fine by the way, and, and Dom Solanke. And no one know, no one knows whether he's ever going to be a, a top level footballer who scored two goals last season and typically he's bounced into the European Cup final having won a Merseyside derby having won the game against New- Newcastle and having won the game against Barcelona in the, in, in, yeah. in the semi-finals and then he's gone and won the European yeah. Cup and this is a lad sorry to keep talking on this but it's, it is what it is who should have been the lad who led us to the Europa League yeah. four seasons ago yeah. because of injury was, rob- was robbed yeah, yeah, of that yeah. and his career has never got back on track yeah He's a lad who should have signed for Wolves in the summer, but he turned it down because he wants yeah. to fight for his place. What the fuck, Divac? What what the fuck is Divac Origi doing fighting for his Liverpool place? Yeah. Yeah. Who, who is he? Shit! What's he doing fighting for Liverpool, Liverpool place? That. Yeah, yeah. That. It's a it's an unbelievable story, and I'm now at the stage where if he doesn't get offered the new deal, which I believe he has now anyway, I think that he's got an offer on the table. Yeah. If he doesn't sign a new deal, I'll be gutted. Yeah. Mm. And if you'd have told me that last season, oh by the way, at the end of the season, lad. If Divock Origi leaves, you'll be absolutely devastated. Well, moreover, but yeah, rewind it back, mate. If if anyone had told you in the summer, Bobby Firmino's going to go off on an, on the hour mark, basically <laughs> for, in the final. Champions League final, and he's going to be replaced by Origi, I'll you'd be like, feeling. Yeah, exactly. You'd be like, oh my god, what's happening? Yeah. Is it all going wrong again? Now nah, we were in control. We were flexing our muscles. <laughs> he's still going to get better as well because he's still only relatively young. He's just been at Liverpool. He's for only just getting yeah. into the prime of his career. Yeah, he's been in Liverpool for a long time. I think that's why he's a bit of a meme because he was in and out of the side, wasn't, wasn't sure of his role, what he was doing, went to Wolfsburg, did Paul there because they got relegated and went through, I think it was two managers at the time he was yeah. there, didn't set off and then he's trying to fit him into this Liverpool side, same with storage, every time we play, we play different because he doesn't suit the role. This season, Divock Rigi's found form and a place in the side. I think that 
the biggest sign that Klopp doesn't think his link-up players up there is that most of the time this season when he's come on, he's played left wing and he's stuck Mane up front because mm-hmm. he goes like, well, Mane is good with the link-up play, so we'll play him central and he can dictate it. Um, but then the last couple of games, he's lashed Origi right through the middle. So maybe that's a sign to come next season when Firmino's not playing, it's going to be Origi. And then when one of the others isn't playing, I think we're going to see a little bit of Ray and Brewster. Exactly. Yeah. Shakiri fucking hates him, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Let um, him. A Go year on. ago, probably around February 2018, I put out a development watch titled Divock Origi will never play for Liverpool again because he was doing that badly at Wolfsburg. And I hope that people in the comments now are giving me shit because I love being wrong. I yeah. love being wrong Bet, so much. Bells are being wrong when something turns <laughs> yeah. out so right. Yeah, I completely agree. It's reverse psychology, Ben. You're trying to dream up. Yeah, yeah he saw yeah, that video yeah. and went, fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. That video goes nicely onto Jordan Anderson, won't it? 100%. <laughs> and it's funny because we, me and my dad were chatting and he went, I love Jordan Henderson. Well, when he went, Adam who comes in, he fucking hates, he hates, he hates Henderson. He gives him all kind, gives him all kind of stick. Here's the thing, though, right? I, I still think I was right. I think Jordan just, Henderson. Some people have just got that mentality. Jordan they, like, Henderson, you know? the number eight, and Jordan Henderson, the number six, are different players, yeah. completely different players. And as an eight, like he was under Brendan Rodgers, he wasn't the six there. He yeah. was the right side of a midfield three, and he was fucking great in that thirteen, fourteen season as a young player. And the, the back half of this season when he's been played there, he's been allowed to bomb forward a little bit, knowing that one of the best defensive mids now in world football, Fabinho, was just chilling yeah. and has got his legs seem to like grow. Yeah. It's like he's got like a selfie stick for a leg. Yeah. <laughs> if the ball's over there, it just keeps going. Yeah. If someone could stretch his own legs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Henderson has been absolutely unbelievable the second half of this season and that game against Barcelona, I've watched the highlights of that game at least 30, 40 times. Yeah. And that's not an exaggeration. I've woke up every morning since then and put it on. And there's been other times where I've gone, oh, I'll just put it on again. Yeah. It's the first thing I've watched every morning since we got through. And there's one moment in it where Barca are about to counter-attack and the ball is running through towards Messi. And Henderson runs from one side of the pitch to the other and just volleys it into the, the main stand. Just, like, get rid of that. And yeah. And he outpaces Lionel Messi to do it. I'm very, very happy for Jordan Henderson. And at the start of this year, we were talking about the captaincy. And I said on this show a couple of times, you can't have a captain who isn't in your first 11. Yeah. And it's the total opposite now because he's undroppable. Yeah. In that I'm role, he's undroppable. Completely agree. And I think... You know, for all I, I, I wanted. I think we'd all said, I mean, Ross in the build-up, like we, we, we just wanted this for Henderson. I, the, the, the campaign against him, I think, has been absolutely baffling. And I, I get what I, I think Adam has explained it really well. To, to be honest, is that I think there's some people though who don't who saw him in the six and some, yeah, he was fine in that role. He was absolutely fine. Who thought that was all he was? And that's the difference. This is the Jordan Henderson I've, I've, I know. I've, I have seen. We've, we've seen. we've seen this lad countless times, but recency bias. When you see him, when you see the injured Henderson who wasn't able to get himself on the pitch, who wasn't able to influence matches and was playing a, you know, a more confined role or, or, or whatever, a more selfless role for the team. But I ultimately, I, I, I wanted this for him. I, he, des- he deserves this. Because as I say, the the abuse that he's taken has been I mean I mean abuse. It's all right saying he's not great. It's all right I don't no problem saying he's not world class. I've never had an issue with that. No one's ever been no one I would love Jordan Henderson's ever been saying he's world class. But 
it's the 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 unfounded like he's shit. He's not yeah. shit. He's really, really, really good at football. He's actually shown us that he's probably better at football than even his staunchest defenders have thought. And you know, for the for the service he's put into this football club, he's played every position pretty much on the pitch for us in that time as well. He's captained the football club. He's lived in Steven Gerrard's shadow, and now he's lifted the European Cup. He's now been to as many European Cup finals as Steven Gerrard. He's lifted as many European Cups as Steven Gerrard. He's the only Englishman to play in a World Cup semi-final and lift, lift the European Cup in the same season, alongside Bobby Charlton. So, you know, he's, he's, he's fantastic and he, he deserves all that emotional moment of lifting the trophy. Yeah, I, I get what Adam's saying as well. and I just think it's... 13-14, we didn't win. And I think it's we didn't win that because Henson got suspended and missed the last three games. That will be fell apart. And he's, he's getting that, that form again of 13-14 in that role. I don't think he ever did a shit job at, at number six and he was always the scapegoat. Yeah. It's just not a flashy position. Whereas now he's moving, you're saying he's bowling forward, he's adding assists, he's adding goals to his game. That's what I wanted him to do before, but it yeah. wasn't his job. Yeah. Gene Van does a very similar job yeah. and doesn't get the shit that Jordan Henson gets. Fabinho gets praise yeah. because he's better in that position does because, more, that, because more that's, that's his job. Fabinho and I'm not criticising Fabinho I think he's phenomenal by the right. way there's also a degree to which when you're passing sideways and backwards when your team's got Nathaniel Klein Dejan Lovren Alberto Moreno Simon Mignolet a lot of carriers in it you, you don't want them players to have the ball whereas if you're passing it sideways and backwards now you're passing it to Trent Robbo Van Dijk but that was always, his, that was always his job yeah we, oh, exactly, exactly, exactly what I mean. Saying, it's trendier now to pass it sideways and backwards because we actually want Major Van Dijk on the ball. <laughs> we want centre. We want the lads back and sideways. Henderson has been has been done over by circumstance. Yeah, but he, he he's has his own faults because if he passes sideways, he gets shit. If he tried a long ball, which was never very good, that's not that's not a, an asset of his game to spray long passes. But it is. But it is. Shit, it it is. is. He's brilliant at spraying long not passes. Not at a consistent level like you were comparing to Gerald before. I was going, oh, he's not done a seventy yard. You know, switch play pass. He doesn't do that. He can he can play the ball. I'll be honest. He plays less of them than Gerrard, but he doesn't but fuck that, as many of them up as Stephen Gerrard. Yeah, exactly. So when mm. he doesn't do it, he's passing it sideways to keep the ball because that's his job. And then when he doesn't do spray long, when he sprays long pass, he gives it away. He's like, oh, but he didn't. He should have passed it sideways. Like, what? What do you want him to do? Yeah, Klopp would have had his head done in by Stephen Gerrard at times because when you gag and press, yeah. and if you give the ball away stupidly, you've undone all the hard work of your team, yeah. and that's that's the, the nature of it. The thing with Jordan Henderson for me. It was never the passing sideways and backwards that bothered me. I understand that he's given a role by the manager and it's like, do that. It was when people dribbled past them, he would stop yeah. and he would let them carry on and go, defenders deal with that. Fabinho doesn't do it. Fabinho will sprint see, after. I see, I disagree on that. I think he chased back, but Henderson, again, doesn't go. he's not a go-to-ground guy. Yeah, yeah. Fabinho is. Fabinho, yeah. And kind of, again, the telescopic legs thing helps. Yeah. Jordan Henderson isn't that he, he, he's all about getting a toe in Lucas was like that as well and that's yeah. why loads of people dislike Lucas Leiva as a, as a, as a DM Fabinho does it all yeah. so and, and he's got Fabinho's got hang your hat on yeah. DM moments mm. and that's boss player burst and past them it's catching him up and it's going to ground knocking him for six and getting up and walking away with, with the ball and he's got the ability to come back and help now as well yeah. He's, such a fair he's, he's not the guy you have to get past. He can see an attack happening and go, I'd well, We saw it 20 this. minutes to go and Klopp screaming, changed the formation. We went to sort of sort of 4 4 2, so, mm. pseudo 4 2 3 1, 4 4 1 1. Either way, Henderson just goes and sits in alongside Fabinho there. Boss. I, I think, think. Sorry, go on. Uh, sorry, go ahead. Uh, I think what will be nice is we've spoke for years about he's in Gerard's shadow and he's now lifted the 
only real major, major, major trophy. I know the FA Cup and the League Cup count officially as major trophies. The two we really give a flying fuck about are this one and the league. Yeah. And he's now matched Gerard's haul on those two things. And I think sitting here in this position right now, we can all agree if by the time he retires, he hasn't added to that, something will have gone horribly wrong. Yeah. Mm. You know what we can say? I, I think we can say, Ben, now, and, and there's, there's a wider point to be made about Liverpool in general, I think, with this, is this trophy means you can look back on the things that have gone before positively. So you can say, us losing the Europa League final and us losing the League Cup final against City and us losing the Champions League last year, they were part of a journey to mm. this. Yeah. It's like I was saying, whenever your kids are born, all the mistakes you made in your life, uh, it doesn't matter anymore because it was all, the butterfly effect, it was all part of you getting to making this one-off thing that you've, yeah. you you love loads. And it's like that with Jordan Henderson for me. I can now, we can all now look at it. We look at the pictures of Henderson lifting the trophy and, and kissing the trophy and hugging his dad and crying on the pitch and being cuddled and hugged by every mm. member of Liverpool's playing staff and, 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 and management team, etc., etc. You can look at what he's been through and you can say, this is a lad who's just been, he's been let down by other people, not him. Mm. It's not Jordan Henderson's fault we didn't win the League Cup. It's not Jordan Henderson's fault we didn't win the Europa League and it's not his fault that we didn't win the Champions League last season because if you put him in, if you play him in his best position and you put him in a side with, with other players who've got the same dedication as him, the same work rate as him, the same, all the, the, the passion and all those things, well, what do you get? You get Jordan Henderson, the trophy winning captain. Yeah. I, I, I don't know how much better I can sum it up. I mean, he's obviously he's just so. Well, when, when the debates were happening about you know whether he's good enough and all that, you know, he's so highly thought of by clearly everybody at the club, but clearly every manager that he's played under, you know, he gets a game pretty much everywhere yeah. he goes. Gareth Southgate fucking loves him for England, right? Jurgen Klopp clearly thinks he's just. In terms of you know his work rate, he's everything that a Jurgen Klopp player wants. We praised Adam Alana for it over Jurgen Klopp's tenure, but obviously Alana's had his injury problem, doesn't been fit. Jordan Henderson has been fitter than Adam Alana the majority of the season he's played. And you know what else sums it up for me? The amount of neutral fans that I've had telling me over the last few days, because obviously, like Saturday night in particular, I was getting loads of messages off people I haven't spoken to for months or so, saying congratulations as if I've done something. I have not. <laughs> uh, but lo- so many people made up for Jordan Henderson because he's just a likeable guy at yeah. the end of the day, you know, and he, and he does work hard and he does play well. And I think most football fans with their head screwed on can see the job that he does and see that he doesn't get enough credit for it. And I had so, I had Man United fans saying, you know what, I'm made up for Jordan Henderson I because I just fo- look at him, look at him. I look at, we, we, we were talking before, like, uh, the, the, that Deli Alley and I... Something not quite psychologically there to make him the, the next step just just yet anyway because he might well do. But you look at like you Paul Pogba's and I look at other footballers and Liverpool have had plenty of them down the years. Ross, who the, the trophy makes this a lot easier argument all of a sudden. But I'd have Jordan Henderson all day because all you all I ever ask is that lads go out there and, and and give absolutely everything, go out and die for the shirt on the pitch. If you've then got technical ability on top, that's how you become a genuine hit, like club legend, and how you become you become world class. But the, the the game is littered with these uber talented lads, boys who if they had half of Jordan Henderson's endeavour, 
they'd be ten times the football of the day. I think you saw it with, with PSG and Barcelona. He's got all these like flashy players and stuff, but you can see it in, in Henderson's face. Now he gets angry, does stuff. You mentioned him like twatting the ball out the stand before. He did it at Porto when Porto got a bit of possession. There was someone right on the byline, and he just twatted the ball at his stomach yeah. and put him on the floor. And what do you think? You can see, you can just see it in his face that that determination work rate. Like ben mentioned it before of how hard he works. You can't compensate for that. You can be technical. Like Neymar is good yeah. technically, yeah. but don't put the graft in because he thinks he deserves to win it. Jordan yeah. doesn't think he deserves anything. He works hard to get what he what, he, what he's deserved. Absolutely. And um, right, I'm gonna I'm gonna caveat this little next section with I know that there's fans of other football clubs who watch the, this channel. You do because we're the best fan TV channel in the fucking world, <laughs> um, and we don't fucking cry ass about everything and all that kind of stuff. So I think that this is gonna be the entitlement section. And if you don't get it, if you're not a fan of Liverpool, this is gonna sound like we're maybe sound like we're pricks or whatever. But trust that if you're a fan of another football club and you were in this situation and you treat your team and you you know you're not a Man United fan or, or a team that wins trophies all the time, I'm going to say this: as fans, I think we deserve this. I think we deserve to see us win the, the European Cup. It's been 14 years since we've won a major trophy. We've never gone anywhere. We still turn up. We still we still been, been there cheering on. And I think what we've seen as well, Adam, and I and I and it. As a, the culture around the fan base as well. When I see the fan park and the, the boss night stuff, and there's us, and there's the Anfield rap, and there's the Anfield index, and there's this is Anfield, and there's Paul Tompkins, and there's these all these people who are experts in their field in, in so many other different ways. You've got hat scarf for the badge producing things. You've got love follow conquer. You've got threads to threads. You've got all this, these 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 people who are doing these things, and 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 our fan base is back on side. You've got the coach greetings. You've got. The, the songs, the noise, all this thing. And in the face of this fucking horrendous social media banter culture that exists where we've just been getting dogs abused for, for years over it. You've got people who've ne- who weren't even alive talking about fucking Heisel and talking about Hillsborough and talking about all these things. I, I, I And for the way we've done it, and you see the parade and you see three quarters of a million people lining the streets of Liverpool. That's why... That's why we deserve that fucking trophy. That's why we deserve to be European champions. Yeah, I mean, like, in 2005, I was 13 years old. So I remember it fairly well, but I'm still a kid. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yesterday, being at that parade and seeing the iconic, and that's a big word, but it fully deserves it, the iconic photography and the videos since is, like, I don't think there's another place in the world who would celebrate like this. And or if there is, they, you're talking about other clubs who deserve to win yeah, things yeah. just as much as just as much as we do. This is how much it means to everyone in this city. People like apparently, I, I googled yesterday the official population of Liverpool in 2018. I couldn't find it for 2019. Was 489,000. There was 750,000 on the streets yesterday. Yeah. So people have come from all over the gaff to I'm be bearing here. in mind that if you, even if you're talking about there being more Evertonians of that 480-odd thousand, you're still talking, there's, there's probably, let's say 250,000 Evertonians who very much were not on the streets. <laughs> yeah, in yeah, there, yeah. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? So you're only talking about, you know, half of that population are red. Yeah. And Lowe's was still in fucking Madrid. Yeah. 50,000 people in Madrid. <laughs> And then half of the population added in the caravans in North Wales or <laughs> firmly with the shutters thrown in their houses on the county road. This is more than a trophy because it, it dispels so much bollocks about this team. Yeah. This Liverpool team of bottlers, gone. Jürgen Klopp doesn't win things, gone. 
Oh, one of the greatest Liverpool teams of all time, but the end of the season, empty-handed, gone. Yeah. All fucking gone. Yeah. No one can say that anymore. Yeah. Nobody. No one can say Jürgen Klopp doesn't win, because yeah. he fucking does. Yeah. He's holding the biggest trophy in football. Yeah. End of story. It, it's, so, it's so much bigger than just winning one title. This could lead to so much more, and this very much feels like the start. You listen to all the players talking after the game. Like If you look back over recent years, as soon as we got close to stuff like this, we were like, well... We're just going to get pillaged in the summer, aren't we? Yeah. But Barcelona are going to come in and take two of our players. Real Madrid will take one. Chelsea or Man City might take one off us. There's not a fucking player in that squad who wants to go anywhere yeah. now. Nowhere else in the world are they going to get treated like that. Yeah. And imagine how people like Philip Coutinho feel <laughs> watching that. Well, fuck, you know what? I, I can honestly say, you know, because all the talk this season's been about Manchester City and we've had this close rivalry with Man City and all that kind of thing. I, when we won that, I, and we sort of played, I, I, and there's some people who've been referencing it. I didn't think about Man City. No, no I've no. not thought about Man City at all. I've not thought about Felipe Coutinho. I've not thought about Luis Suarez. I've not thought about Pixon Gillette. I've not thought about. I've not thought about all the, the people who've left us, and I've not thought about the defeats, and I've not thought about the people who, who you know, the any rather and stuff. I was so lost. I've been so lost in this day. You know, I've, I've barely slept for four days. I've been to Madrid and back. You know, I've seen it. I've finally seen us win the European Cup with my own eyes. I got to take my kids to see a European Cup being paraded through the streets of Liverpool. You know, again, 14 years ago was the last time we, we had one of them. I was bladdered. I was, I was 22 years old and I was, you know what I mean? And it was a different, it was a different thing and it was a different time. Um, this, is, this is it. This is not... Just let me, it was for us. Yeah, exactly. Us. Exactly, and it was for every right, vindication for the whole thing. And it's just like one of those situations in it, Ross, where you let the pictures do the talk, and you see how it's being reported. We've got all the papers there. Went out and bought them all because it's being recognised. It should be recognised. This is not a, a thing to be held up against. Not a, all the bitterness that still exists. The vitriol still out there, and there might be bits and pieces of it. It's all of a sudden people are shooting us with fucking pea shooters, and we're going, <laughs> yeah. we're fucking giants. But you're being not even champions back. of England. Shut up, lad. We don't want to be. Fucking ants are fine. Ants are fine, aren't they? They, they, they? You know, this it's it's a we've seen it. It's a generational thing. We talked about it on the podcast. I had Istanbul. I was all you know. I was grown up for Istanbul for you and, and all, all you guys. This I, is it. I'm I'm made up that you get to experience it the way that you know. That's the other thing that'll get put to bed. You know, you mentioned social media before. You know, the, the bottles and stuff that comes from that younger generation of only yeah, they've missed Istanbul. They've only seen Liverpool losing finals. Well, not, now they don't have to worry about that, do they? Yeah. I think you said like we deserve it. It feels more like a reward for us. You know, yeah. the, the, the emotions and mental stress we've been put through yeah. this season alone, and particularly the last two months. You know, we said it on the podcast watching two teams on the podcast last week. I said I want it for us. Yeah. I want it for myself. Yeah. For myself, because like I feel like it's just like it just. Just go, ah, breathe now. And gone. It, it, it's done. And, it, you know, there's fans that followed this team up and down the country, around, around Europe, spent loads of money. You mentioned all the, the, the rap and all them lads. And everyone else are going, fucking worked fucking hard this season and been through fucking loads. And going, actually, you know, we, let's, let's wallow in this. A year ago, I was stood on the stand in standing in Kiev and I said, Liverpool need to stop breaking mm. our hearts. We need to get out of the fucking habit of coming close and doing it because there's a limited well 
of this like this resurgent support, it's going to be harder and harder to pick ourselves up. You know, if you keep getting knocked down, you might have the heart of a fighting, you might have a great fucking punch and all that. But if you you know eventually it's going to be a TKO if you don't if you don't get your get your act together. And I looked at it and I looked at again the, the fan park and I see Jamie Webster's crying on the stage when he's playing Ali. And you know we were and the people the grown men around me in, in floods of tears in, in the ground. People on the streets of Liverpool, you know you know, singing and, and, and crying and all that kind of stuff. We needed this and and the, we knew it was coming, but you never genuinely know until it is. And that fear exists in that back of our heads because when we've had a generation of this now, of us coming close and falling short, what this has done mm. is it's finally put a fucking massive, not a line in the sand, we've just fucking chopped yeah. it all off there and gone bang, boom, Big fucking wall erected yeah. now and gone. This is this big, we're in this big fucking keep now. We've put a massive fucking brick wall around Liverpool Football Club and the fan base. Jürgen Klopp's got his arms around us and gone, I've got, I've got you here, lad. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's funny that that day crossed me mind. About 20, 20 minutes to go, the clock ticks to 70. And I went, well, this is just either going to be amazing or the cruelest fucking thing in the world. And I just, I was looking at it, I was going, I, it almost gave me confidence in the sense of this. This just it, life just cannot be this cruel. We we got we just got to do this now. It, we, we cannot go one 0 up and defend this lead and somehow lose this game. You know, and and after last season and all that, and I just felt it. It felt like as I say this, this was our time. You know, we 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 discussed about you know the, the players picking themselves up from last season, sort of going into this game with a no excuses attitude. This is something that we have now got to do and. And it felt as if we didn't. It felt as us as fans did that as well. You know, we arrived and it was all like, no matter what here, this is it now. Yeah. We, 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 again, There's a professionalism no to this. Like, yeah, we're, we're not here for the ride. We're going to do it together. The, yeah, we're, we've got to get this job done. Yeah. Um, and and the players and the players did that and the fans did that and we all reaped the rewards massively. And we it. get to, we get to look at it now and we go. 97 points was a phenomenal mm. achievement and we get to do it without like the yeah I know we didn't win anything who cares who's fucking arsed we've got the best team in Europe the best team in the world and I have no doubt that we'll be better again next season Naby Keita is going to be better next season Oxley-Chamberlain Oxley-Chamberlain is, is back Rian Brewster we've got a wonder kid to start to start bedding in we've got a, a team that's played together with Fabinho who's going to be his first full proper season he's going to start the season in, in the Liverpool midfield Jordan Henderson's been reborn mm. he's the captain he's a European Cup winning captain of Liverpool he gets to put his name down alongside Emlyn Hughes Phil Thompson and Steven Gerrard and Klopp will let them all touch the This Is Anfield sign they nope. can all touch the This Is Anfield sign to, to the heart's content all this this, this club's finally earned finally earned the right to wear the badge finally earned the right to wear the shirt and I, I can't I wouldn't back. Um, I, 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 I would not back against Liverpool winning their seventy European Cup next season at this stage. Yeah. I like. I make us favourites right now. We will be. We'll be. We will we'll start the season as favourites for the European Cup next season. Tom's buzzing. Yeah, I'm, I'm right with <laughs> Tom's head's gone. Tom's head's big. Tom's head's gone where his voice is gone. <laughs> Small matter of a uh, Super Cup and a charity, charity shield. shield, Super Cup, and potentially we'll find out on Monday, Monday afternoon a Club World Cup. As, as well, there's meant to be a decision yeah. being made on, on whether that actually happens or not. Three trophies in three games, please. Fucking hell. Dear God, I never thought, I genuinely never thought, I never thought we'd be back here. You know, when I've said this a few places, when 13, 14, 15, was it? And, you know, we, we got 
battered everywhere by Stoke and we were sat here we were sat here and we watched us get caned everywhere by Stoke and Gerrard's last game mm. and I and I just felt embarrassed and that was the lost. lowest that one yeah, that was the, the worst the 6-1 worst. by Stoke and you know it, and that was the 10th year and that was the 10th anniversary of Istanbul and I never thought we'd get anywhere near this again and I am um, we said before beyond words beyond words proud of, what, of this football team five European Cup finals in what 14 years Four, 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 five four, European yeah, five, finals. Three, yeah. yeah, one, one of which is that. That's fucking loads. Well, think. Let's just look at it this way. In the it's since the, in the millennium, since the turn of the century, we've been to. We went to the, the UEFA Cup. Won the UEFA Cup in two thousand and one. Won the Champions League in two thousand and five. Lost it in two thousand and seven. Lost it in two thousand and eighteen. Won it in two thousand and, and, and. You missed. Uh, oh, and, and lost the Europa yeah, League in in, yeah. in, in, in thirteen fourteen as well. In twenty fourteen. 2015, 2015, whatever. Yeah. The, um, yeah, the point is, there's football clubs out there who would do dream. There's fan that we, the vast majority of football fans, can only dream of the things that we've done and seen, and we've not done it by by having horrendous uh, um, investors who have got dodgy backgrounds. And we've not done it with we've not done it with a sugar daddy. We've not done it the the in, in any kind of illegitimate way. We've not broken the rules to go about doing it. We've just gone and got the. Side like, things there. Fuck it, no, but fuck it, no. But again, this is not about this. This is just to clarify. This is not a dig at Man City fans or Chelsea fans or PSG fans or fucking whatever. No, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. no but it's not. It's genuinely not a dig at the fans. Not not the. It's not to do with the fans because I'd be. I'd have. I'd have celebrated trophies just as much if we'd had you know Sheikh Mansur owning Liverpool and all that kind of stuff. I would have done. Wouldn't have taken any any of the shine off it for me. But the fact that we have done it this way, I didn't think it was possible. I thought we lived the Abramovich era, changed football. And I thought that was going to be the end of us. And I thought if Jürgen Klopp can't do it, I'm then no one. one's ever going to be able to and do it. And you've got to give pool. a special shout to Tottenham as well, there, because yeah. they've done it right and yeah, they got to the absolutely. European Cup final. They were a game away from sitting there with their fans and doing what we're doing. And now. it's why I said this whole thing about I didn't want Arsenal fans supporting us particularly. I don't mind. And again, I don't mind. I know I've got loads of Arsenal fan mates, and I think you know since the millennium they've been a brilliant football club. I hated them prior to that, but the um, they spent no money. They bought no. They spent no money this summer. And they get their their fans get so much shit because the London banter thing is horrend- is horrendous, isn't it? Like yeah. you mean, and they've had to live in Arsenal's shadow, and I know they've not they've not won it, but they've come as close as Arsenal have fucking come to it. Yeah. And our, that Arsenal did it, you know, with Thierry, with Thierry Henry and all that kind of stuff in, in, in that side. Spurs have done it with that was before, that was when they still had money, you know. They've, Spurs have done it without that. And um, yeah, so all the credit, and I thought the Spurs fans were brilliant. Every Spurs fan I saw, and and the interaction yeah. between the fans I thought was was marvelous over there as well. There was no bitterness, there was no rivalrous or fans having like singing even back after, and forth. even after, yeah, incredible, yeah, absolutely incredible. Um, I just I don't know what to do with me. Self care, it's not real. And what I feel like I feel like I want to feel like I want to put you on Henderson and Trent <laughs> on the wall or whatever. Um, I'm gonna change all these now. Oh god, we're gonna update all the stars on stuff. We've got to. I'm gonna. Uh, you know what? Look, I oh, mean, again, what a nightmare. No, but look, but look at it. <laughs> you know, consider it assholes. No, <laughs> no, but think about it. Like, and this is why the, the soaking it in thing. Look at the picture of Stephen Gerrard, the picture of Carragher. All this, so much of the memorabilia in this room, as you won't be able to see off camera, is about Istanbul. The five star things become, you know, there's companies Iconic, yeah. named after it. You know what I mean? Lack of foresight there five times, Co. You know, what I mean? <laughs> you know but it, now I see, and I see 
Divacarigi and, and Henderson and Trent <laughs> and now and Alberto Moreno is the new Hoshimi you know like celebrating <laughs> it like he actually had anything to do with it um, like you see these pictures of, and it's, it's iconic it's a thing that will live on forever these guys have carved their way into Liverpool legend forever and ever and ever fucking amen um Gents, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you about it's been, this. It's been fun. It's we've been an absolute on. pleasure. Now, we're going to do it all day. Turn the camera off and we'll just carry on talking we about it. We're going to do that. Um, look, it's been, a, it's been our pleasure. It's been our privilege to produce this content for you this season. Um, as I said, we've, we've made this available free for you guys on YouTube because it's too big. It's too important to put it behind a paywall. We want you guys to celebrate in it. You know, we need to talk about We need this support network around to keep ourselves going and make sure that the smiles are real to pinch each other and go, this is our life now Liverpool champions of Europe um, look we do this after every single game come hell or high water through the shit times we were doing this when we had Roy Hodgson in charge and nobody fucking watched because who wanted to watch content about our Liverpool side managed by Roy Hodgson but we did it anyway because we believed in it and here we are we're here for us and we're here for you so if you've enjoyed it and you want to subscribe to the redmentv.com please do go over there you'll get a free month to soak up all the reverie you get to see all the exclusive videos all the amazing stuff we've done along the way as well and uh, yeah you help to make all of this possible all of our subscribers are genuine heroes to us um, we wouldn't be doing it if it wasn't for the people who did dedicate their, their, their you know, their little, a little bit of their hardcore, hard-earned money every single month. Um, so you know, we, we've done this for you. We love you guys. We love Liverpool Football Club. We love Jurgen Klopp. We love Jordan Henderson. We love being Liverpool fans. We love six times. We love Europe. We love Madrid. Let's talk we about six, baby. Let's talk about <laughs> six, baby. Um, guys, thank you very much. Have a fucking wonderful day. Have a wonderful week. So much content coming up for you in the coming days. Um, drinking in reds Liverpool are the champions of Europe